0: Hey guys, I have to tell you about this all-in-one shake that I'm freaking loving. It's called Kachava. I love saying it. It's actually hands down the best thing that I've found to help me get all my essential nutrients into one day. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, super fruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, in other words, literally everything that your body craves to feel your best. And I know what you're thinking, something that good for me cannot possibly Tastes good mm, wrong that's where Kachava really earns their over 52,000 five-star reviews it actually tastes freaking amazing it's very creamy and smooth and it comes together with just water and it comes in five delicious flavors personally vanilla and chai are my personal favorites but it also comes in chocolate matcha and coconut acai which I still need to try some people like to drink it as part of a healthy breakfast or lunch, and other people love it as a protein packed snack before or after a workout. It's really perfect for that because it has 25 grams of plant protein per serving. Personally, I like to add mine to my overnight oats. I add a scoop and I mix it all up to get a little more protein into my oats. And literally, I can have that for breakfast and feel satiated, nourished, beautiful, functioning all throughout my day. It's incredible. Please send me more of it because I love it so much. It makes me feel very, very good. And guess what, guys? Kachava is offering our listeners 10% off for a limited time. Just go to kachava.com slash morbid spelled K-A-C-H-A-V-A and get 10% off your first order. That's K-A-C-H-A-V-A.com slash morbid. Hey, weirdos. I'm Elena. And I'm Ash. And this is a mini-morbid. Mini-mini-mini-mini-mini-morbid. Mini-morbid. Mini-morbid. (laughs) Mini-morbid. And it's Ash-centric. Ash-centric. Basically, like Elena said, it's a mini-morbid, so you know we just get right into those. I know. Yeah. (laughs) We don't really have a lot to... There's really not a lot to say. All the big announcements came, you know, earlier in the week and last week. Yeah. Yeah. And normally we save, like, any kind of announcements for... The main episode. The main episode, which which, will be Elena's. Yeah, on Saturday. Got you to it. Beat you to it. You did. I was like, what? Today is really gray and gloomy, and I love it. I do, too. But it's also, I'm exhausted because it was uh, Littlest One's first birthday yesterday. That yeah, was. Happy birthday, Littlest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> HPD, <laughs> HPD. A little.
0: And although we couldn't have, like, the blowout party I usually have for all the kids for their we birthdays. We had a fucking party. We tried. We gave it a, our best shot. Yeah. You know? Ash really did the damn thing. Ash and Annie were like the heroes of the day. Well, because we don't have kids, so like we don't have a lot to do. <laughs> but regardless, the littlest one was not exactly uh exhausted at the end of the day. Oh, so she didn't have a cake yeah. crash. She was. She had the cake crash, which then turned into like. Overtired. Oh no! I'm overtired. So oh. we were up all night. I'm exhausted. I'm not a real person right now. So, like. Pair that with the gloomy day, mm-hmm. and I'm just not awake. My so. cats kept waking me up last night. Oh. So, it's not the same as kids, <laughs> but, like, at least it doesn't crawl onto your face. That was literally the best. <laughs> My cats kept me awake last night. If anybody has cats, they Then understand. you understand. <laughs> like, they jump on your freaking head, and they meow in your goddamn ear. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. It's the same as kids. Yeah, totally. Like, don't they just, like, jump on your face and meow in your yeah, ear? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> anyways that has nothing to do with what we're <laughs> talking about today today we are talking about what are we talking about the late brit murph brit murph Brittany, Brittany murphy. murphy yes <laughs> So, buying me a coat no man <laughs> just kidding i want the vanilla kind oh so good i like the cherry one yeah <laughs> I think we're also a little slap happy because yesterday was a lot, you know, cats and kids. Yeah, you know, cats and kids and whatnot. We have too many things. <laughs> um So yeah, so no, I th- the reason that I wanted to do this is one, I feel like this is like a highly requested one in the yeah. inbox, yeah, of uh, morbidpodcast. gmail.com and then also I started watching Sister Sister on Netflix. Yeah, you sure did, and. Wow. Wowzers. Uh she's uh Britney plays Sarah in oh, Sister yeah. Sister and she's like kind of like a bad girl in that show. I forgot that she's in like a lot of the like she's in Boy Meets World. Yeah, I referenced that, that later. play like Trini. Trini. Trini yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I literally referenced that later. I love that. So yeah. Um this case is a little wild. I will maybe let you know my opinion at the end. Maybe I won't. I don't know. It depends on how you're feeling. Yeah, it just depends on how I'm feeling. So let's let's get you're into it. You're feeling this. vulnerable at the end, and you want to just let it all out. Yeah, I'm not often feeling vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brittany Murphy was born on November 10th, 1977, to oh, her like parents. A, a month from now. Yeah. Shit, Look I didn't even that. think of that. Today is the 10th. It's me and Annie's anniversary today, technically. Look at that. The three-ish years, lol. <laughs> um. Anyways, her parents were Sharon Murphy and Angelo Bertolotti. and I think I said that right, but probably not. If you see a picture of Brittany's dad, Angelo, it's, like, really scary because, well, like, scary in, like, a cute way because they have the exact same eyes. I'm definitely looking this up. <laughs> there, yeah, because, like, Brittany's eyes are Angelo's eyes. It's the craziest thing. He gave he him, her his eyes. He did. So, Sharon primarily took care of Brittany because her father was in and out of jail for basically, like, the first two years of her life. Um, he was connected to the mob, and he would be in jail for things like counterfeiting or like racketeering. Stuff wow, like that. you know that fun stuff, that uh, that high end crime, that mob life, that mob life. You, did know? you have a picture yet? I did, and now I'm freaking out because he really does have the same eyes. Like that's Brittany Murphy's eyes, and but also, really it's his eyes because he had them first. Her, her fiance keeps coming up, and that's that's a lot. Yeah, we're gonna get into that because like <laughs> what happened there? What? happens it's it's a ride guys well Brittany was like wicked wicked close to her mom because like I said she was primarily the one that was there for her yeah um and like her dad was kind of like in and out they had a super super close relationship Uh, a lot of people said it like bordered codependency makes sense they were a little too close a little too close it happens you know it does especially in those kind of situations it happens right exactly and I think like even, like, as she gets older and, like, becomes, like, a star, I think that kind of adds to it a little more. Yeah, because you know how they always say, like, those kind of, like, famous men and women who are, like... Yeah, I'm surrounded by people all the time, but I'm super lonely. So right. So I think you cling to, like, the one thing that you know is real. Right. And the one person you think will be there, you know? Exactly. And, and like, loves you for you. Yes, precisely. You know. <laughs> you know. You know. Well, people said also that they were, like, way more, like, sisters than they were mother and daughter. And I think even they kind of said that. Like They yeah. were like, yeah, like where I think they literally called each other like their soulmates, which is like really sweet. That's really sad. I know. So Sharon and Angelo divorced when Brittany was two and afterwards Brittany and Sharon moved from Atlanta, Georgia. Fun fact, that's where she was born. Atlanta. I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? Huh. And they moved to New Jersey. I don't know where I thought she was from, but. Dude, me either. But I was like, Georgia, really? Yeah, I was like, I didn't see that coming. Because she kind of has like a New Jersey accent. She a does. Bit. Yeah. Um, So it, it was super clear from a young age that Brittany loved to be in the spotlight. Anytime a camera was on her, she was like, I'm about to put on a performance. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, let's get it. So any chance she got to be in that spotlight, she was going to take it. And she was good at it. And she would, like, point at the TV and be like, I want to be on the TV someday. Oh, so, that would scare me. Yeah. I'd my children like, did that. I'd be no. like, no, sorry. <laughs> Especially <laughs> no. now what we know about Hollywood. It's yeah, like, definitely, no thanks. No. Well, her mom was like, okay, like, you're good at this. Like, let's, let's do it. And it was a different time back then, too. We hadn't seen all these, like, childhood stars kind of yeah. go off the deep end. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they move out to Hollywood um, in 1990 and Britney got her first role as, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Brenda in Drexel's class. Oh, yeah. I had never heard of that. Wait, I do know what that is. Uh, I didn't. Oh, that's weird. It's that about like a, up- a principal, I think, like a high school principal, and like her home life, like her family. Yes, that just brought up like weird nostalgic memories. You're welcome. Whoa. Uh, the show was only on for one season, but Brittany found other really good roles. Like I said, Sarah and Sister Sister. You said Trini and Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah. Um, Abby on Party of Five. Did you watch that? I watched a little bit of Party of Five, not enough to see her. Yeah, I never watched yeah. it. Um, and then in 1995, she got what is probably her most famous role in the movie Clueless as Ty. Ty. And seriously, I'm going to go on a quick tangent. If you have never seen Clueless, you need to stop, like, turn yeah, this off right pause. now. Go watch Clueless. It's the best movie in all of ever. And then come back. And then come back. Yeah. To hear sure. what come happened back. to Ty. Yeah. Because Ty's the best, guys. Oh, she is. Annie always says that I remind her of Cher in that movie. You do. Yeah, I am Cher. Um, So, but Ty, Brittany Murphy, was supposed to be like the chubby, frumpy girl that Alicia Silverstone, aka Cher, makes over. Way harsh, Ty. Way harsh, you know? Ty. Then she, after that movie, lost a lot of weight to the point oh, where people yeah. were like, is she on cocaine? Like, everybody said that she I had a cocaine that. addiction or like, um, like an eating disorder. People mm-hmm. were like, is she anorexic? Because she did lose a lot of weight. Oh, she became... kind of skeletal. Yeah, a little concerning. But she also, when she was younger and like throughout her life, was a ballerina. So Mm -hmm. people, she like said, she was like that, it does like crazy things to your body. Oh, for sure. um, And later on when she does die, they said there was no signs of an eating disorder. Well, there you go. So that, there's that. Yeah. Um, and she said that she had never done cocaine because she was too afraid to, because when she was younger, she found out she had a heart murmur Ah. and she wasn't going to do anything to fuck with that. No, which you shouldn't. No, definitely not. Don't do that. Well, back to Clueless, because all roads lead back to Clueless. I was literally just going to (laughs) say the exact same thing. It was a huge hit. That's why I urged you to turn this off and go listen to it and then come back. Sure was. And after that, that was like Britney's big break. Like she got roles in Eight Mile with Eminem. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Sin City. Did you see that? Yep. Oh, she was great in Sin City. I never saw that. She's great in that. Um, Girl Interrupted. So good. Such a good movie. Uptown Girls, which Elena has never seen. No. And I have no desire to see that movie it's so good but i can see why you wouldn't have a desire (laughs) um but yeah so she got like really really great roles after that and actually little black book You know, that was, I saw that movie (laughs) when I was, like, seven. Wow. Far too young. (laughs) Yeah, a little too young. But it's really good. Um, And while she was filming 8 Miles, she really hit it off with Eminem, and they dated briefly. Oh, I remember that, because I remember her, I remember when the VMAs were, like, a thing you watched. Remember, we used to watch them together all the time. because they were an event. Yeah. Because there was actual, like good music right. and there was like there was performances rock. there was actual rock bands you back knew then. who everybody was you knew I knew who people were yep. now I would watch it and I would have no I I'd feel like I was on Mars I'm 24 like, years old and I recently watched the VMAs and the entire time I was like who's that I would have who's no that? idea who anyone was no or idea what anything is I wouldn't know what anyone was talking about but back then I remember because I I think If I remember correctly, because I can see it in my head right now. okay, It was when he did the performance, Eminem, where he had like a billion clones of him come in. And he wanted the real Slim Shady to stand up. Exactly. And he had all these clones come into uh, into the place. And it was like this big event. And they kept panning back to Brittany Murphy in the audience. And she was like jamming out. I love it. And that's when everybody was like, oh my god, they're dating. Like, that was when everybody was like, holy shit, they're definitely dating. Because she was, like, clearly like into, into it. it. Yeah. I love that. And I just, like, picture it in my head. That actually reminded me, she also said, she was like, people always think that I'm fucked up because, like, I'm always the girl dancing at, like, a party. But she's like, I just love to dance. Like, I'm never that fucked up. She's She like, seems like she was just that fun. person that was just, like, hyper. Yeah. And, like, very over the top. And, like, like, just like, a good fucking time. Yeah. And she She was like, I'll have like a glass of champagne from time to time. But other than that, like, no, like I'm not as crazy as you think I am. Hmm. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all
1: your home projects done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you browse homeowner reviews, compare quotes from multiple local pros and even book a service instantly. So the next time you have a home
0: project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com weirdos. We cover some spooky stories, but truly nothing is scarier than the thought of hens being trapped in their cages. That like really upsets me to my core. But at Happy Egg, all of their hens roam on eight or more acres of land, leaving no mystery to why their eggs are the best. They're cared for by small family farmers and they live their best hen lives day in and day out. You go, Hennifer. Aside from their hens roaming across eight plus acres of farmland, they have plenty of access to fresh water and nutritious feed i love that this goes above traditional free range farming but it's what they believe is better for their birds overall and all of this results in eggs with the most plump delicious sexy orange yolks that are full of flavors I am personally so obsessed with Happy Egg that last Sunday I used my last Happy Egg and I almost started to cry. And then I scoured the internet for the closest Happy Egg near me and it was 30 minutes away and I genuinely planned to convince Drew to drive all the way out there and get them with me, but I couldn't. And that's why I need Happy Eggs to please send me a carton of eggs every week. I love you. Thank you so much. So next time you're at the store though, look for the yellow carton. Choose Happy. Visit happyegg.com slash morbid to find a store near you. Um, so yeah, she dated Eminem. She also dated Ashton Kutcher while she filmed Just Married. Oh, Just Married. I forgot about that one. I've never seen that one. John and I used to watch that like all the time. Really? Yeah, I don't know why, but we did. I love that. (laughs) Before we got married, we used to watch that all the time. I need to watch it. It's on um, Amazon Prime. And somehow after watching it, we still got married. Well, there you go. So, you wouldn't know, but after watching it, you're like, um. I know, I was (laughs) like that. Uh, So, yeah, so she had, like, some whirlwind romances with her co-stars. Get it, girl. But then in 2006, she met screenwriter Simon Monjac And after just a year of dating, and they dated, like, very quietly... They got married in a small Jewish ceremony. A ceremony, a ceremony that shocked the tabloids because they were like, "Wait a second, we didn't even know she was fucking engaged." Like, 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 wait, is she dating someone? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like what? She was like, "Yeah, I was." Oh well. And (laughs) a lot of people in Hollywood were shocked when it got out, and people were like a little bit pissed off, like, like they thought like stars should date stars. Which is like a little bit ridiculous. Like people were pissed off? Yeah. You, what? No, genuinely. Like, people That's were mad. So weird. Like, I read an article about it. And then also, they said. Stars should date stars. Keep man. it within Hollywood, motherfucker. <laughs> what? But like, also, what about Matt Damon? He married a waitress. What about, like, many people? And he has many, many kids with her. And yeah. They're, like, the cutest. I love that. Oh. <laughs> I love it. But um yeah, but also the people were mad too because Simon didn't exactly have like the best reputation. No. Brittany was his third wife. Which like okay. whatever. Yeah, like it happens. His first wife said that she owed him or he owed her fifty thousand dollars. That that's a Pretty sizable debts. He also had some like weird, like fraudulent past where oh, he, he seems was a, fraudulent. A bit of a con man. He seems a little fraudulent to yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He so, just got an air of fraudulence about he was- him he was a bit of a con man. And you will. people had warned Britney about marrying or even just being involved with him. They were like, yeah, like, no, don't do that. Uh-oh. Like, no, thank you. Mm. But they said that once the two got involved, Simon was very controlling and he would tell Britney who she was going to talk to and who she wasn't going to talk to. Oh, no. So we see where this is going. Um, But Britney stuck by his side. And, you know, it's like, People people can say what they want to, and I feel like there's so many rumors about like Hollywood romances, and you just really never know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but she stuck by his side, and kind of almost to a fault because on the set of the movie The Caller, do you ever see that one? No, I didn't see that one. I haven't either. But um, Simon uh, stumbled in drunk on set while they were filming, and the director was like, "Brittany, get him out of here." What and, the fuck? And she wouldn't, so she got fired. Oh yeah, that's I mean that's your your what, fiance or husband at that point? Right. Comes stumbling into your workplace drunk? Because that's the thing, like, you have to remember, like, that's a workplace. Like, yeah. That is what you do for work. That's literally what you do for work. Right. You know, that's, the disrespect there is, like, astronomical. Huge. Right, exactly. Like, that's a that's like crossing a line. And it was said that like that once she kind of started dating him, she also went downhill. Like, yeah, she got a little wrapped up in that. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, if he's stumbling and drunk in the middle of something, probably in the middle of the day. Right. That's bad news bears. What's going on there? He was like, I never did that. That's not true. <laughs> oh, OK. Obviously. But <laughs> we just have to say both sides. So on the contrary of many like un- unhappy opinions, Sharon loved him hmm so her mom was like her mom is like her biggest supporter and she's yeah. like i really like him wow sharon and britney had always lived together and that didn't change when simon entered the picture they all just lived together okay which is like live your life yeah they lived I mean, okay yeah I'm sure okay like i want it, to uh, it's funny because like on the surface i'm like yeah totally like that happens all the time but this particular instance i'm like it feels weird something's weird and it feels weird why. for a good reason. I don't and know why. It's we'll just, get to it. It's stinky. So actually, this is funny. They lived in Britney Spears' old home in the Hollywood Hills. Britney wow. Murphy Brought the, bought the home from Britney Spears in 2003. Huh. And I hope a, a Britney still lives there because I feel like that should just be like a running theme. A Britney needs to, that needs to be like a Britney dynasty house. Like it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. Sorry. All the time. So yeah, they all live together. And according to Simon's own mother, the way that they lived together was not really healthy. No. Because she she went as far as calling them hoarders. Oh, and describing some of the windows as boarded up. (gasps) She said there was like no airflow in the home and that there was mold in the home. Oh, like in the windows. And um, we're going to get into it later. So I'm just going to briefly say this. Like Simon gives um, like a home tour later on after Brittany dies. And he's like, and these are all her clothes. And you can't tell what the room is. But according to his mom, it's the living room or the dining room. I forget which one she said, but it's literally like the entire room. It looks like a a big closet, but it's either the living room or the dining room. She's like, yeah, they were all hoarders. Oh, I hate that. That actually gives me anxiety just thinking about it. And then they show the bathroom in the home thing and there's just like so many products, like tons and tons of products everywhere. Like, and it doesn't look dirty like I wouldn't say it looks dirty cluttered it's just insane like clutter times 10 like clutter Mm. on steroids and you I mean it's Britney Spears's old home too so you know it's a huge house with a lot of space big yeah so for it to be cluttered that's a lot of shit definitely lots and lots of things so definitely not the healthiest living conditions no. and potentially the reason that Brittany wound up sick as like as sick as she did and potentially the reason Simon died just five months after Brittany did in the same home in the same exact way. You know I I totally forgot that. Really? That that's part of this? That's part of this. Like you just blew my mind. Oh, yes, I love when that happens. I just haven't thought of this case in so long that I forgot all these little details. They I died totally forgot that. In the same house in the exact same way. And wow. it's not like it's not we're going to get into how it was, but it's like weird that they died the exact yeah. same. Yeah. So hmm. Brittany had been sick uh, for a few days leading up to December twentieth, two thousand nine. She had just actually returned from a movie set in Puerto Rico, and she was suffering pneumonia, chest pains, a bad cough, and just like all around like body weakness. Sounds like COVID. It does sound like <laughs> That's COVID. A scary. Perhaps it was. <laughs> um, the directors of the movie said that she had been fired because, so this is another movie that she's getting fired from, because she was disoriented on set, her bathroom breaks were too long, and she was constantly forgetting her lines. Mm. And I do remember there being a period of time where, like, she would give interviews and you were like, Uh uh-oh. Girl, you okay? Yeah. Like, there was just a, she seemed... Just on a different planet a lot. Well, and toward the end of her career, like I said, like she was in movies like Clueless and Girl mm-hmm. Interrupted. I'm set like naming these big name movies, and then toward the end of the, of her career, she kind of got like indie thrillers that like are not bad movies, but yeah. it's like easier to get those roles. They were like B yeah. roles as opposed to A roles. Yeah, like what's an act? One of the movies I remember it was a bigger one though. Across a- the hall is it what is that no the one that's like uh where she did that i'll never tell oh fuck that one freaks me is that out That to catch a spider um shit i'm gonna have to look yeah look up. it up look it up you, you go ahead and i'll look this up oh that that line always gives me like the chills i'll never tell so freaky so yeah so they fired her and <laughs> uh, for some reason even though she was so sick she didn't go see a doctor Although, and this is sad, there are rumors that she had made a doctor's appointment, ironically scheduled, for the day after she passed away. Oh. But it's not confirmed, so it might just be one of those stupid things that's like, this would add to the sadness of it all. It's Don't Say a Word, by the way. Don't Say a Word. I don't know why I had it mixed up with To Catch a Spider, but yeah, Don't Say a Word is a great movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so toward the end of her roles or or her um, career, she wasn't getting like as big of roles and it was because of her behavior on set, which kind of reminded me, if you're not a patron, maybe donate to the Patreon and listen to the Marilyn Monroe episode. Oh yeah, because it is a very similar kind of trajectory a little bit. It is. Hollywood stylists. So the 911 call came on the morning of December 20th and it came from Sharon. Okay. She sobbed on the phone. Somebody's passed out. Somebody. Your daughter, you mean? Uh, her name's Brittany. Huh? You, like, cr- you created her? Like, you're, you're very close, remember? And then she she does ultimately say my daughter. But the first opening line is somebody. Somebody's passed out. Which is weird, That's if just you ask strange. me. The 911 operator encouraged Sharon to perform mouth-to-mouth. Um, Simon did it while Sharon was on the phone. But Brittany had been, like, coughing violently to the point of throwing up. And she had collapsed once before that that morning. And the first time... no one's calling 911 when this is happening? No. And the first time she told her mom, Mommy, I'm dying. I love you. The first time she collapsed. That just hurt my soul in a way that will never be repaired. And right before she collapsed the second time, she said like, I I don't remember the exact quote, but she asked her mom for a hug and was like, Oh, I'm out. Like, this is it. What the fuck? Why wasn't her mother calling that? Like, I'm sorry. She said, Mommy, I don't... I have it written down. Mommy, I don't feel well. And oh, then she yeah. passed okay. out. When a grown ass woman is saying, mommy, I don't feel well, like call a fucking ambulance. Yeah, exactly. And she's passing out and collapsing. What she the collapsed fuck? twice. And the second time there was nothing they could do. Like, I don't care if I sound judgy. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Call the police. Like shit. Call someone. So she was taken to Cedar sinai Hospital, but it was too late. Yeah, it was too late. She was pronounced dead at 10.05 a.m. at <sighs> 32 years old. She was younger than me. 32. And Marilyn was 36, right? Yeah. So weirdly similar. Wow. So this dude named Ed Winter, he does all the celeb deaths in Hollywood. Oh, you know. You know Ed Winter. He's done Michael Jackson, Hmm. he's done Whitney Houston, and he was the coroner to do Britney's death as well. Wow, that's interesting. Michael Bodden did a lot of these as well. Ah, there you go. Mm. Uh, Maybe you would have been better off doing this one. Maybe. So there was a media frenzy, duh, right away. (laughs) Oh, of course. Because Brittany Murphy's 32 and she just collapsed in her home and she's been acting hella weird lately. I remember this too. There were rumors that she was smoking crack a few weeks before her death. Whoa. That her career was ending because she had been fired by her agency and her manager and that she had been battling a drug addiction for years. So, People now, did are the saying, agency or the managers like confirm any of this? Did she they actually say did that get was dropped fired? by her agency wow, okay. and her manager. Wow. All right. So, shit was going on yes. far more than what was being put into the press. You know 100%. I mean? So, even though Simon requested that an autopsy not be done, that doesn't. I'm sorry. Jive what? With like, me. Why don't you want an autopsy done and he'll he'll tell you why later but let's just <laughs> he'll, he'll tell you let's just be where we are Don't you worry he'll tell you so even though he didn't want an autopsy, Ed Winter was like, "Uh, yeah, dude, like, I have to because your 32-year-old girlfriend just suddenly, or excuse me, wife just suddenly died. <laughs> it's not natural. It's so. not natural. And unless you have, like, a religious objection or you can get a court order, I, I got to do this autopsy. Yeah, of course. So he couldn't, Simon couldn't get any kind of court order, Could or couldn't, didn't have, like, a religious reason why. So they did it. But people thought it was super weird that he didn't want an autopsy. Yeah. Because it's like, what are you hiding because why wouldn't you want to know i would want to know every single detail of what the next line (laughs) of my note says why wouldn't you want all the answers to the death of (laughs) your beautiful young mostly healthy wife until a few days ago question mark i would literally want to know i'd be like i need to know what happened right because otherwise i'm just gonna sit there and speculate if i don't know maybe he already knew what happened because he did it Uh uh-oh intrigue just saying so simon explained in an interview with larry king sitting right next to sharon it was sharon and simon doing this interview with good old mr king uh, (laughs) that britney was suffering from laryngitis and he was a rabbi so he prayed instead of prescribing and everyone was like since when are you a fucking rabbi what like i'm sorry what 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 and i literally wrote what and then larry king was like Yeah, like, what do you, how do you feel about people calling you a Svengali? Which, like, if you don't know what that means, it basically is somebody that, like, just controls, like, Like manipulates and controls. Exactly. (laughs) And he said, and I quote, Svengali, I should be so lucky. (laughs) What? You want to be lucky enough to control somebody's mind like your wife? What the fuck? Hua? I should be so lucky. It's like, bro, if you are not looking to be super suspicious. Super. Oh, it gets more su- it gets more sus. He he read the wrong manual. Then to explain why he didn't want an autopsy done, he responded, "And get ready to like put your creep goggles on so you can swim through this with me." Oh no. This pristine body that was curvy in all the right places Huh. skin like silk to have it cut open what the fuck he's on larry king talking about his dead wife and says this pristine body that was curvy in all the right place like ew curvy in all the you're, right and places and you're sitting next to her mother like fuck off and she's dead like please be more creepy you can't touch that curvy body anymore you fucking weirdo perhaps tgif like cool 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 Oh. too much so Sharon was there too did you say TGIF I meant to say thank god <laughs> but then I was gonna say like TG and then I just went with TGIF I was gonna I that saw go, the confusion on your but face I, did you see it was like you that like, meme of the god lady Friday. thank god it's with Friday. all those like like equations going past <laughs> her head because I was like what god does it mean it's I was like Friday. D- do you mean like TGIF like that really cool lineup of shows that happened and then I was like what no no I just meant Friday I okay. just meant thank god okay cool TGIF, man. TGIF. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Sharon was there, too. And like I said, of course, she's mourning her daughter, but she did look very out of it and was, like, laughing at Simon's weird-ass jokes. Yeah, this is all just very strange. We all grieve differently, I guess. Like, Like, here I am. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I don't know shit. No. I'm just saying this all looks real weird. And I'm... Listen... You can say what you want about me, but I'm gonna give you all the facts from all the different angles. Exactly. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna say some other shit too. So before you get mad and write an email, <laughs> listen to the end of the episode. Just listen all the way through. Do not pause God and write damn the it. email. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna say some more shit. We're only halfway there. Because then you'll have to amend that email and say, oops, I listened to the rest oh of the episode. Oh my goodness, I just finished and listening. You did say and that. you said this. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, this has been a PSA. I, so the LA a morbid PSA. <laughs> the LA county coroner came back and said that no foul play was involved seems legit okay (laughs) uh but people were not convinced everybody was like ed what you lying (laughs) uh well and also he did michael jackson so it's like oh (laughs) (laughs) simon had become in and whitney for that matter (laughs) so what the fuck What the fuck like you should be fired (laughs) i'm gonna get like a cease and desist (laughs) simon had become increasingly weird and it given a tour of Britney's home to Radar, like, yeah. shortly after her death, and was like, come look at the very bathroom where she died. Like, yeah, that that alone is This is, is the chaise you. lounge that she collapsed on. Here's this, all her clothing. This shows you exactly the type of person he was and the exactly the type of influence he was on her life. Exactly. Because I- no one who really loved someone for who they were. No, and cared about them would would be making money off of fucking radar online interviews it would never happen so the coroner determined that britney murphy had died of pneumonia acute anemia and an od of over-the-counter medications okay i wrote down od slash otc and i was like what does that mean again (laughs) (laughs) what does otc mean an overdose of over-the-counter medications okay lots of os uh there were also many prescription medicines in britney's system uh oh. Not all prescribed to her. Ooh. That's Fourteen not good. to be exact were found wow. in her system and half of them were medic were not prescribed to her. Guys, so like seven. <laughs> don't take someone else's prescriptions. No, because I can give you one piece of freaking fuck advice. You up. These prescriptions are given based on somebody's exact weight. And DNA, ev- and ev- like, like, like exactly what they need. It's like right. just don't do it. And it's not these worth it. Were medicines that were prescribed to Simon. Oh, yeah. So and he's about 17 feet taller than she is. Right. She and was about tiny. about a zillion pounds heavier than right. she is. So, and yeah. he was a big greaseball yucko. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> a big greaseball yucko. So Eddie Bubar owned the pharmacy where Brittany, Simon, and Sharon's prescriptions came from. And he said that he told Sharon at one point, quote, I think you've got more than I do, and I own the pharmacy. Oh, that's not good. And he said he... Uh, told and he said he, he remembers thinking something was going to happen at that house. Yeah. Like he I think he like stopped giving them prescriptions at one point. Like, he was yeah, like, no, eventually it comes to a point where you're like, OK, like I can't do that. Yeah. He also said that it wasn't unusual for celebrities to use an alias when they got their prescription. Yeah, that makes sense. And that Britney Murphy's often came in as Lola Manlow. Lola Manlow. I know. Isn't that interesting? Lola. It was later found out that Sharon had been going to six different pharmacies to get all of their prescriptions. That's no good. No. When you're pharmacy shopping, Mm -hmm. let me tell you. No, it's not a good thing. Not a good thing. Don't do it. Altogether, there were 90 different prescriptions in Simon's name that were found in the home. What? 90. Holy shit. Like, What? And some of the ones found in Brittany's system included two anti-seizure medicines. She wasn't epileptic, but Simon was. Um, and actually Topamax, we talked about it because it was in um, Kanika Jenkins' system. Ah, yes. And then we got like a ton of um, information about all the different things it can be. Yeah. In this case, it was used as an anti-seizure medicine. Um, I know that it can be used as other things. Actually, mm-hmm. it can be used as like an appetite um, yep. suppressant or stimulant. I yep. forget which one. But... um, So, yeah, in this case, it was for epilepsy, but she didn't have that. So it's like, why? What? Yeah. Um, Propanarol, I think, propanol, which is used for high blood pressure. Diazepam was found in her system, along with three other benzos, which is like, that's not good. A doctor found, a doctor said that there were four different benzodiazepines in her system, and that strongly suggested a drug addiction. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, It was also said that the overdose on the -the over-the-counter medication probably made her pneumonia worse. Yeah. Because, um, and, well, they said if she had been taken to a doctor, she would be alive today, which, duh. Yeah. But when you have pneumonia and you take a a cough suppressant, you're not able to hack up the mucus in your lungs, so then it gets thicker. Which is what is causing the pneumonia to begin with. Exactly. So then it gets thicker. Worsening your symptoms, mm-hmm. making you take more medicine because you think you're doing the right thing, and mm-hmm. then you're not. So you gotta cough it up. It's not good. Mm-mm. And then, as far as the anemia, the coroner actually said that was because of heavy periods. Oh, and I think she had. I don't know if she had her um, period when she died, but she had it right around the time that she died. Oh, okay. So that's why they said she. And was it's anemic. like that, you know, in. In conjunction with the hundred of other things that was wrong, it's like when you're also anemic on yeah. top of that, you don't have a lot that's fighting. You're still no, helping your system fight. Your immune system is like mm-hmm. shot and pneumonia is going to like fuck your immune Absolutely. system Because normally like acute anemia is not going to kill you, you know? No, but with all these other things, yeah. it's like, yeah. So Simon and Sharon continued to live in the home together after Brittany died um, and they took on the codependent relationship that she and Brittany had before. Eek. Yeah, a little weird, if you ask me. There were photo shoots they did, like, holding each other and holding Britney's photos up. I just saw a couple of those, and I was like, I'm gonna put this away now. Yeah, they're, they're real weird, in my personal opinion, uh, yeah. but like I said, uh, everyone grieves in their own way. Everyone grieves differently. Do your own thing. Yeah, do you. Maybe don't do, like, a photo shoot with your mother-in-law holding your dead wife's pic, but Okay. <laughs> but but like all right. Okay. But what is strange without a fucking question is the fact that like I said, just 5 months after Britney's death, Sharon was calling 911 to the 1895 Rising Glen Drive. Again, that's I can't believe I forgot about this part. So this time, Simon was unconscious. On the phone she says, "My son-in-law stopped breathing. Baby, please baby, get up please." Which, like, I understand that you call, like, like, older people call younger people, like, sweetheart or something, uh-huh. but I think baby is a little different. Especially a son-in-law. Yeah, not a son. That's a little strange to me. Yeah. And a son-in-law that you have not known for that long. It's not like he's well, been They were your only son-in-law. married for, like, three years. Yeah, and before that, they weren't even dating for that long, right, so it's like... Year. It's not like you've known this guy forever, and like you've had the—I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird to it, me, and it, I think it's weird too when you like look at the entire situation. That's the thing. It's like in in with everything else. Maybe I if mean, that was like the only thing, it'd be like okay, I wouldn't do that, but like live your life. I just think it's strange. I think so too. I I, I don't see. I'm glad you my also in-laws so. calling me baby. I don't see my parents calling John baby. I just oh. don't see any of that. My like not in-laws yet. Just call me Ash. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh So they tell her take, to take him off the bed and try to get him onto the floor. And she says, I can't because he's gigantic. I I was literally just going to say, he's gigantic. She, so. she literally uses the word gigantic, and I'm laughing because I'm he uncomfortable. Is. Yeah, it's a very uncomfortable situation. So when they came to get Simon and investigate the scene afterwards, there were tons of prescriptions on each side of the bed. One side were all of Sharon's prescriptions, and they were in the name Sharon Monjak which is Simon's last name. I, I hate this on so a lot like, of levels. Why is his last name on your what prescriptions? The fuck? I wrote, what? Mm-hmm. I literally just wrote, what? Wa? She apparently explained this by saying that they shared the bed because they were comforting each other after losing Brittany. No. But then nope. she later denied that she ever said that. No. So that could be a rumor, but uh, I feel like it's true. That's not okay. (laughs) Well, wouldn't you know it, the coroner comes back and says that Simon died of acute pneumonia and anemia. Huh. Wouldn't you know it. Did he have heavy periods too? Yes. What the fuck? Very heavy periods. (laughs) What what is this from? So now the tabloids are going nutso-futso all over again. Seriously. Because people, what are the odds that two married people, husband and wife, die of the exact same thing five months apart? The, the odds are pretty astronomical pretty astronomical <laughs> if you ask me and among the people who thought something was shady as fuck were angelo Brittany's dad and her stepbrother tony so ah. they both think that foul play is involved and they point the finger at sharon and simon for killing Brittany, Ooh. and then sharon for killing simon basically ensuring that he would never turn on her Scandal. Scandal. So, Angela was so convinced that something was awry, he hired, um, Cyril Wecht. And, um, that's, he's a famous forensic pathologist in, mm-hmm. in America. America. And he agreed that it was, quote, rare and unfathomable that a Hollywood star would die like this. He pointed out that many times acute anemia is present in those who have been poisoned with arsenic. Mm-hmm so that's weird and arsenic didn't show up in the autopsy angelo was like yeah but who knows if they even did like an actual autopsy i was gonna say you don't know so he was like i think that they just like said they were doing it as a formality and i don't think they like went to town on it yeah they didn't do a proper talk screen and he's like how do i know that they're not involved in like a cover-up like this is la like Mm -hmm. hello yeah so angelo found out that britney's hair had never been tested which is oh. is that weird? Yeah, that is strange. Like for especially for like a high profile case and for right. something and for it to be so strange, you would right. think they would test it. Well, so he had it sent out himself to a lab and the results came back and there were ten heavy metals found in her hair. Huh. So Cyril or Cyril said, I have never seen anything like this. And wow. heavy metals are also consistent in people who have been poisoned. Yeah. And so Angelo went to Sharon and he said, I want to have Britney's body exhumed. And Sharon said, no, you can't, we're not exhuming her body. Okay. Mm -mm. So, I mean, I personally, just like you, think that that is a little shady. That's strange to me. But I am going to play devil's advocate just for anybody else that might also do the same. Maybe she just didn't want her daughter's body disturbed again. Absolutely. That could definitely be the case. However... Me, personally, if if they said we think something bad happened to your daughter... Exhume the shit out of her. Exhume her. I want to see what happened. Exactly. Well, Sharon turned around and pointed the finger at Angela and was like, nope, uh, he's just after Britney's money. And it's like, well, who's to say you're not after her fucking money? Exactly. It's like, you're the one living in her damn house. Exactly. He said that Sharon was the third person in the marriage and she was threatened when Britney and Simon started talking about having a baby and moving to New York without her. Ah. So, Angelo fought for, like, years and years to find out what happened, but he finally backed off in 2017 because he was in bad health, and then he passed away in 2019. Oh, no, and he never knew exactly what happened. No. That's sad. And um, Brittany's stepbrother, Tony, says that he still believes Simon is to blame for Brittany's death, and that sometimes in Hollywood, a dead actress is worth more than she is alive. Yeah. Which is honestly, like, it's super true. true. Um, So L.A. stands by their results, and they said there was no medals in Britney's system, and they're 100% sure that she wasn't murdered. Hmm. They're just like, case closed, done so. But... Richard Shepard from the show Autopsy. Have you ever watched that? yeah. I love that show. Really good. I love that show. He went over Britney and Simon's autopsies and explained his thoughts on the entire thing. Mm. Simon, he basically was like, Simon was in bad health because he was like older and larger and didn't take care of himself. Yeah. Um, But he pointed out, because there was methamphetamine present in Britney's system too. Oh, okay. And he pointed out that that was probably from an inhaler. Although she had never been prescribed an inhaler, Simon was. Okay, so it's like she probably had that. Um, And then he said... That Brittany was potentially a hypochondriac after she had been diagnosed with the heart murmur, and then she was in a 1995 car accident that left her with a dislocated jaw, cracked ribs, and a broken collarbone, and that's probably when she kind of started, like, taking more prescriptions because she was, like, so worried that something was wrong with her. Yeah, and it just, like, starts a spiral. Exactly. He also said that the metals found in Brittany's hair were most likely from hair dye. And that's why they weren't found in her blood and only in her hair. Okay. And he was like, all the heavy metals found in her hair are consistent with heavy metals found in hair dye. Oh, that's interesting. Which got me to thinking, maybe I should stop dyeing my fucking hair so much. I was like, damn. Because, like, I don't really want arsenic on my head. Yeah, no. There was no arsenic. (laughs) Um, So he said it kind of ruled out her being poisoned. And he pointed out that if she had been poisoned, it would have showed in her skin and her teeth. And it didn't. Okay. He also said that the mold in the bedroom potentially weakened her immune system and that because she and Simon were both living in the same conditions, it really wasn't that crazy that they died under the same circumstances. Okay. Which, okay. and And again, he's in super bad health and he's overweight and doesn't take care of himself. There you go. And he's living like this. It's like not that crazy. Yeah. And last but not least, the reason why blood poisoning is in her records is because she had staphylococcus oh, yeah. enter her bloodstream. So staphylococcus can cause microabscesses in the lungs when you have something like pneumonia, mm-hmm. and then you're unable to produce oxygen, and that's why she collapsed twice ah, and okay. ultimately died, and then her blood became infected. That does make sense. So maybe she was murdered, maybe not, but... There's still one more thing that I haven't told you yet. Because so far, both of these things are plausible. I can't decide, to be honest with you. Like, it's, I'm, there's definitely some shady shit. Uh Uh-huh. But it's like, I don't know. Like, did they do this? Like, I I just don't know. But Hmm. this is weird. So, Brittany was, like, super into having the house monitored all the time. They had 56 cameras around the house. And, like, security up the wazoo. Like, there was always a security guard there. Because Britney's family friend, Julia Davis, became a whistleblower for Homeland Security about procedures letting terrorists into the country. Whoa. So, there was going to be like this huge court case about it, and Britney was supposed to be a witness at Julia's trial. Whoa. And like in the weeks and months leading up to Britney's death, she became like super paranoid and always felt like she was being watched. And like even Simon's mom would say, like, Simon would be like, There's an airplane like flying over the house now. Like, there's a helicopter. There's- oh, man. We're being followed. So. That could Ooh. have something to do with it too, but there's not a lot known about that because it's Homeland Security. So, oh shit. So, that is the case of Brittany Murphy. Was she murdered? Was she not? Damn, I, I just feel don't know. like maybe she was, but then I'm like, it does make sense that maybe like she wasn't. Cause mold can fuck you up. Mold can fuck you up, and pneumonia can fuck you up yeah. real bad, especially if you have a weak immune system. It all makes sense to be qu- it's very rare that both sides make perfect sense. That's the thing cuz the <laughs> like, other side makes sense too. It's like yeah, maybe they were going to move and like I don't like were Simon and Sharon yeah. like, in love or something. Ooh, this is just weirdness. It's this, weird. this this weird vibe, there's a weird fog over this whole case. Yeah. I just don't know. It leaves me with a bad feeling, so that makes me feel like something more happened, but also I like to have a bad feeling because I like to know true crime, so. Yeah, i just something's weird i don't know what do you guys think tell us in the comments write us a gmail let us know this has been a nash centric mini morbid man this was a good one thank you r.i.p Brittany murphy i know r.i.p because i like was watching sister sister and then i remember like every now and then i'll just remember that she's dead yeah i know it's like like, oh oh shit bummer she was really good actress she was so yeah If you enjoyed this episode, you can follow us on Instagram at... Morbid Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter. Amorbid Podcast. Send us a Gmail. Morbidpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah. We hope you keep listening, and we hope you keep, keep it weird. weird, but not so weird that you like meet this guy and you're like, oh my god, I love him so much. But it really is a comment. He might be kind of like killing you, and not so weird that you say that you're a Swangali when you're not. Like it would be an honor to be a Swangali. Don't be. Don't keep it so weird that you want to be a Svengali. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, that that's a weird one. That's the weirdest one. <laughs> yeah, that's real. And weird. also, don't keep it so weird that you sleep in the same bed as your brother-in-law lo- or your son-in-law after your daughter dies. Yeah, don't keep it. Definitely weird like don't that. keep it that weird. Don't do it. Even though the, the statement got retracted. Either way, bye! Bye! Follow Morbid on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
1: If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's true, then you're in luck.